Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this afternoon. We thank you for a time in your presence. Father, teach us you by your spirit, your word. We thank you, Lord, that we can gather once again to hear your word. Father, remove these lift clips of clay. Let me not speak the oracles of men, Lord, but may I speak the oracles of God. Father, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. This afternoon, let spirit, let life be imparted unto my hearers. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Wow. So, like I said, it's, it's nice to see you again, but it would be nicer to see you in person. But by the grace of God, we are all doing well. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. And, um, you know, I just want to talk to you about uh, a very important subject that Bishop has told us to preach to you as he, as, he, as he was led by the Spirit of God. So I'm preaching to you what has been given to us to preach to you. As preach. By the, amen. Amen. Okay, I'm, I'm being like, you know, Paul said to Timothy, the things that I have received from me, the same thing, the things that you have received from me, the same thing, commit unto faithful men. Amen. Amen. So for this next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk to you about Faith secrets, the secrets of faith. Mm-hmm. faith. Amen. 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 Uh, what is the definition of a faith? Or like so, so I mean, what is the definition of a faith? Okay. Or what is faith? It is clearly defined in the Bible. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse number one. Bible said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Okay. The Bible said, now, Hebrews 11.1, 1, you should know this verse by now. Okay, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So there are uh, various components to faith. First of all, the Bible says faith is a substance of things hoped for. So, for this brief time that I'm sharing with you, one of the cardinal features, okay, one of the cardinal features or one of the major components of faith is hope. I would say faith is the substance of things hoped for. So what keeps your faith alive or what makes you continue to operate in faith is your hope. So there's a large, in fact, your faith is hinged on your hope. So, what it means is that when you lose hope, your faith is almost gone. So you must by all means not lose your hope. Because faith is, faith is hope. And hope is expectation of the future. Hope is basically expectation of good things to happen. So the day you start losing hope, Whereby you have no better, you have no expectation of better things to happen. Your faith is literally going down because it's a substance of things hoped for. So, which brings me to the point that lack of faith or, or lack of hope, lack of hope means there's no faith. And the lack of hope, okay, a lack of hope, another way to define lack of hope is depression. Because when you are depressed, hope is gone. It's true. You know? So, and, and, and depression is a spirit. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. 
And the Bible said that um, he, will give us, he will give you a garment of praise. You see, a garment of praise in the place of the spirit of heaviness. Spirit of heaviness or depression. You know, so depression is a spirit. And, 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 and it's something that you and I must not entertain. Why am I sharing this with you? You know, there are different personalities. There are so many different personalities. Some people, even by the fact that we can't go out, make them depressed. Some people are, are, some people are outgoing people. So the fact that they can't go out every day, they can't do this, it can bring you depression. I mean, yep. some, of, you know, some of us are not used to staying home. We want to be out there. We are people's person. <laughs> so even the fact that you can't go anywhere, you are stuck in the house, looking at the four walls, you can only go down the road and come. It can, it can easily depress you. Yeah. Everybody, you know, and, and, and there are some people too who are indoor person. Accordingly, they have a mouse spirit. They can stay quietly in their corner. So such a people, you can put them in a home for two years, they will never be depressed. Because that's mm-hmm. how they are. Hallelujah. <laughs> just put them in their corner, give them something they like, they won't move. And there's some people too, just the fact that they can't see the sunshine. That's the reason why people get depressed in the winter. Hmm. Because the, the fact that some people, some people just cannot stay indoors. You know? So everybody, and what brings you depression? Like some people get some people get depressed when they are pregnant. Some people are very happy when they are pregnant, but some people get depressed when they are pregnant, and some people get depressed when they give birth to a baby. That's why there's a condition called postpartum depression. Postpartum depression. You would think that something as joyful as having a child will make the person happy, rather it makes the person depressed. Mm. So there are so many things that can affect us, See, and it depends on an individual. You see, and, 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 and when it comes to depression, you know, everybody can get depressed. Everybody. Uh, it has nothing to do with how much, how wealthy you are, but everybody can get depressed. Or even how anointed you are. Elijah was depressed. He died of depression. <laughs> At the point he said, God, kill me. I'm the only one left. I want somebody to say, kill me. What, 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 what do you think the person is talking about? So we have to fight. You know, as, as we're in, in this pandemic and, you know, some people may lose their job and they wouldn't care. Some people may also lose their job, they'll be so depressed. So, so there's so many things. Yeah. So, but, but I'm sharing, I'm sharing this. Concern. Your faith begins with your hope. And your depression is the negative of your hope. So fight depression and keep hope alive. Because the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Mm. You know, and, and, and I'm being honest with us. Everybody in home depresses you. Everybody. And what depresses you? Some people, some people, the fact that somebody is even talking about them, they get depressed. Mm-hmm. Some people too, you can't gossip about them, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. So you can see that everybody in what depresses you. But you see, anything that gives you a gloomy picture of the future, okay, that's loss of hope. And the Bible says you should fight against it. Amen. Amen. So I just want to show you that have faith in God. Because the Bible says faith is the... See, and, and, and another thing, so, and, and, and another thing that we see, another word we see here is that faith is not a vacuum. Faith is the substance. The substance. It means faith is the substance. So faith is not a vacuum or air. It means and for those of you who did science, it's matter. When something is matter, if you did chemistry, there's a division for matter. A lot of you are asked students, are we in water? Mercy. But faith is a substance. A substance is something tangible. Faith is not an imagination. It's a substance. Okay. And and uh, what I want what what I want to look at is one of the greatest expression of your faith. Today, one of the greatest expressions of your faith, or one of the signs that show that one of the things, or one of the one of the things that gives substance to your faith is prayer. One of the things that gives substance to your faith is prayer. Simply put, prayer is faith. Faith to pray. I love it. Yep, you can write it down somewhere. Prayer is faith, and faith to pray. If you are a man of faith or a woman of faith, you will pray. Because prayer is faith. And faith people pray. 
And spiritually, and spiritually, if God was to open your eyes, you will see that prayer is a substance. Let's look at this, this verse. Revelation chapter 8. Revelation chapter 8, verses 1 to 4. Revelation chapter 8, verses 1 to 4. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of saints of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Amen. Amen. The Bible here says that in heaven, and when the seal was open, the angel came with a censer, you know, if you have for those of you who didn't go to the Orthodox churches, if you have ever been to a Catholic church, okay, they have the censer. You understand? The censer, the tulifa, the, the okay? Where they put in the incense. Which is, and the Bible says that when the angel came before God, he had a censer. And what was burning in the censer was the incense and the prayer. So it means that the thing that was burning, your prayer is actually a substance. Your prayer was actually a substance. And the Bible said that the angel was holding your prayer. In that your prayer can be held. So prayer is a substance. So as, you, as we pray, as you and I pray, even though it may seem like a vacuum or it may seem like something that is, we are speaking into the air, in the spiritual realm, it is actually a substance. It can be held. And the Bible said that the angel carried our prayer, mixed it with the incense, into the censer and was moving it before God, for God to smell the prayer, okay? And it came, you see, and the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended before our God, out of the angel's hands. So, so, as, I'm trying to show that prayer is, I mean, prayer is a substance, because faith is a substance. So, prayer is not something in vacuum. Prayer, prayer is not abstract. As you pray, you are, you are sending something tangible, something physical, to heaven, that can be carried by the angel to show to God. Amen. 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 Now, what, you see, this makes, you see, this, this is what makes uh, prayer an act of faith. Because, why do I say so? You are just speaking in your room. There's nothing there. But you need to believe that what you are saying is a substance. It is something that is actually being carried Amen. to God. Amen. Amen. That's why Jesus told us, you see, prayer is faith, and faith is prayer. Prayer is faith, and faith is prayer. That's why Jesus said, in, in, he gave us this parable, in Luke chapter 18, verses 1 to 8. Luke 18, verses 1 to 8. Luke chapter 18, verses 1 to 8. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, mm -hmm. There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a window in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this window troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own elect with cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth? Amen. 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 Luke chapter 18, verse 1, it says, he began by saying that men always ought to pray and not to faint. That's how, that's how see, he told them a parable. And the meaning of this parable is that men always ought to pray and not to faint. Then he said a parable. In the parable, he said there was a judge which neither feared God nor man. And there was a widow in that city who came to the judge that avenged me of my enemy. And the Bible said the judge will not. But the widow kept on coming. The widow kept on coming. She kept on coming. So at the point, at a point, the judge said, look, this woman, the way she's coming, if I don't do something about it, she will wear me out. And then, Jesus said, Jesus said, 
the last uh, verse eight. When, when, when it? He said, "So when the Son of Man come, okay, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth?" And he was talking about prayer. He was talking about prayer, but he said he concluded by saying, "Shall he find faith on earth?" So by this scripture, the Lord is telling us. Faith is prayer, and prayer is faith. The more faith you have, the more you pray. Amen. Why is faith prayer? Or why is prayer faith? What do you think about it? When you are praying, you are sitting in your room. You are talking. And you are, you are, you are, you are not seeing the person you are talking to. It's, it's not the same as maybe talking to your brother or sister. When you talk, the person talks back. But prayer, you are in your room alone. Or you're even in a group. The person you are talking to, you can't see. You understand? So, to talk to somebody by yourself that you can't see and believe that that, and, and believe, and believe that what you are doing uh, has, an, uh, has an implication. It means, it means you must believe in some invisible thing. Because you are not seeing the God you are talking to. So, 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 so that makes it, the, the, that, that brings the faith aspect of it. Because you, 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 you're not seeing the God you're talking to. At all. It's not the same as talking to your boss or talking to your friend. Why you said, okay, when are you coming back? I'll come back tomorrow. It's not even the same as talking to somebody on the phone. It's not. So, 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 it is an element of faith. An element of faith that there is a God I'm telling you, there is a God. It's an element of faith. And you, you, you may think that, oh, that boy, no, you see, funny enough, funny enough, not everybody thinks there's a God, number one. And then, what, even to make it worse, you see, the father you and I pray, the father you and I pray does not, does not mean that everybody believes in prayer. I have heard with my own ears, people criticizing people who pray. I have heard with my own ears, so-called academic intellectuals, so-called developed people, who say that don't mind these Africans, don't mind these black people. Instead of going to, going to instead of them going to look for a job or do something meaningful, they are always in their room shouting and screaming for prayer. What is that? I've heard it before, and I'm sure you have also heard it before. I am sure you have heard people say that instead of people doing something substantial, they are always in their, they are, they are, they are always saying they are praying. Instead of Thinking to solve their problems, instead of becoming active to solve their problems, they, 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 they are so. Somebody said they are so shallow-minded. They believe in invisible things. They think by shouting in their room, God will come down and solve their problems. You know, when people talk like that, it looks clever. But on the other way, it's also a sign that they don't believe in prayer. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I've, I've heard it. I've heard it with my own ears. People criticizing people who pray. One time somebody, one time somebody was, we were having the, uh, I think doing the portrait of the author. Somebody passed a comment. Hey, what is this? All these young people in the country, instead of them going to go for a job, they've gathered themselves in the room and they are praying. Look, that, I mean, I mean, you can scream to your blue, you're still going to be poor. Okay? You got to go find some job and do something important. What is all this prayer? You know, you see, it may sound clever, but it also shows that the pe whoever is talking does not believe in prayer. Praise. Mm. Amen. 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 So, so it's an act of it's an act of faith. It is definitely an act of faith. You need to believe. You need to believe in something supernatural to stay in your room to say, "I will not eat. I will not drink." And I'm talking to an unseen being. Yeah, but I tell you, it's an act of faith. So, anybody who believes in prayer, something he he prays. It's a man of faith. And, 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 and Jesus even went further. I said, look, this widow kept on coming. This widow kept on coming. Which is also another sign of faith. Which is persistent prayer. Okay? Persistent prayer is a sign of faith. Amen. Yeah. No, what? Persistent prayer. Very sure. Yeah. The fact that you keep coming means you believe. Mm. 
because if you if you are to come to me, okay, if you are come to or, or you are come to me and say that, Reverend, can I get a can, can I get an, an, an airplane? I need a, I need a jumbo jet, <laughs> and I said no. <laughs> you probably will not come again because you know that because as you were coming, you, as you were coming, you were not even sure what I can give you a jumbo jet. <laughs> so maybe you are just trying your luck. <laughs> but if you come say, Rep, please, can you can you give me a hundred dollars? And I said no. And you really need a hundred dollars, you keep on coming. You will keep on coming. Even though I said no the first time, you will not stop coming. And the reason why you will, you will not stop coming is because you know that I can give you $100. So even though, even though I, I said it no the first time, you will not go away because you believe that this person has $100 to give me. So, a sign of faith in God is that the persistence of your prayer, because as you keep on coming to God with the same issue, you are also saying that God can do it. Mm -hmm. What I, see, see, what I want to tell us is that when it comes to faith prayers, you see, don't come to God with a trial and error. I'm, I'm coming to try and see whether God will do it. That's not faith. You must, they that come to God must know that, you must believe that he is. So, so the father, so, 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 because a lot of times sort of, we think faith prayer, so I believe it once, and, and that's also a type of faith prayer. You said it once you believe, that's all, but I'm also saying with, with this that persistence. Jesus said that the woman keep on coming. And he said, when the son of man comes, will he find faith? Will he find people who will keep on persisting? Because see, a time is going to come, people will believe in, do it yourself. I don't have time to pray. Prayer is for weak minds. I, 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 I actually heard somebody say that prayer is for weak-minded people. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> your mind is weak. That's why you pray. But it is a sign that these people do not have faith, and 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 and, 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 and because they don't have faith, they don't please God. You do not please God. You do not please God. The Bible says, "For without faith, it is impossible to please God." It means that God is pleased. God is excited when He sees people who lie down and speak to Him and pray and and believe that He said He exists. without faith. It is impossible to please him. So, so prayer is an act of faith. The more you believe, see, the more you believe, the more you pray. You must believe, you, see, you must be, you know, you must believe in the unseen. See, it, 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 is, it is faithless people. It's people who have faith, who say that seeing is believing. See, he's not believing. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. That, that, that belief in the unseen, okay, that belief in the unseen is also shows you that you are a faith person. Because a faith person believes that there are things that are not seen, but they are real. In uh, Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. 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 It says, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Flesh and blood is what you see. Flesh and blood is what you see. But the Bible says we don't fight against what you see. It means that it's not every enemy you see. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world. These are things you can see. What does a principality look like? What does the rulers of darkness look like? But the Bible says that these are the people that we are fighting with. So if you are somebody who is going to live your life by seeing is believing, then you are doomed. 
Amen. Amen. Let me tell you something. What is what what we are beginning to learn from this verse is that when it comes to enemies, you see, when it comes to enemies, they are visible enemies and they are invisible enemies. And if you think that all your enemies are the visible ones, no, 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 no. There are invisible enemies. And sometimes, and sometimes, like somebody told me, which is true, sometimes some of the visible, some, some, you see, sometimes what is even worse is that some of the visible people are invisible enemies. <laughs> I said, what was it explained? He said, oh, they are, visible, they are flesh and blood, but they are, they, are, they are visible but invisible enemies. I said, what do you mean? He says, because the person is smiling with you and laughing with you while the person is doing you behind. That's an invisible enemy. That's a visible, invisible enemy. That's a scary one. Yeah. He you are better off to know that this person doesn't like you. Yep. You see, but the, the dangerous ones are the ones that smile with you. <laughs> but behind, they don't like you. They are doing you. It says that's that's what she calls a visible invisible enemy. Mm. Well, and, and and the Bible said, look, we're wrestling against flesh and blood. There are there are things, you know, if you are spiritual, let me tell you something. If you are spiritual, you must believe in the unseen. Mm-hmm. You must believe in the unseen. You must believe in the unseen. You must believe that they are demons. If you, are, if you are a spiritual person, you must believe in the unseen. You must believe that you, you must believe that as you move into this apartment or as you move into this house, there are spirits there. There are people there. And therefore, before you, before you sit down, you must pray. Yeah. You must believe that as you traveled and you, you went into this hotel, before you lie down and enjoy the duvet and enjoy the sheet and say that it's a thousand count, you don't know what fornicating spirit was there before you went there. Hey, living there. Mercy, Lord. So you must, you, you must believe in that, 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 that they are principalities. Don't be too carnal. Rich. You must, you must believe. You must believe that not, 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 not all gifts are acceptable. Mm. Because you don't know even the where the gift has passed and the spirit behind it. Uh-uh. Like I told, like like I told one lady. I said, uh, uh, somebody told me about one lady. You're like, look, you said that this your auntie when you're getting married. She never liked you. She was so angry with you, and you are giving birth, and she has shown a dress for your daughter. <laughs> and you, why are you putting on an enemy's dress for your daughter? Take it back. <laughs> You know? Wow. Invisible. You see, I, I'll tell you something. If you are spiritual, okay, if you are spiritual and you believe in an invisible enemy, sometimes, you see, if you are spiritual, usually, if you are, and please, don't, don't take me out of context. I say, if you are spiritual, if you are not spiritual, it does not apply. But if you are spiritual, so if you are spiritual, usually the negative vibes you have about somebody is true. Mm. If you are spiritual, it's true. If you are spiritual, you find that you have a certain negative vibe about this particular person. You are usually right. I'm talking about if you are spiritual. I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm not talking about if you're a woman, because some people say, "Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about." It's a woman's intuition. I'm not talking about a woman's intuition. Yes. So, hello. I mean, you, you are a man, that's why you can't see. I'm a woman. It's a woman's intuition. I'm not talking about a woman's intuition. No. I'm saying if you are spiritual, you can know that you have a certain vibe about a particular person. And usually, you are right. You will know that this person does not wish you well. This person doesn't want you to do well. Even though the person is smiling at you and laughing at you, you know deep down that mm, there is something about this person that does not sit well with you. If you are spiritual, and I'm not talking about using a woman's intuition, because a, 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 a woman's intuition is not spirituality at all. 
Mm. A woman's intuition is pure jealousy. Hey. Why? <laughs> is somebody hearing me? Yes. yes. Yeah. So you must believe in the unseen. That's which, which, which makes prayer an act of faith. Because you don't see. When you pray, when you pray, you are not seeing anything. Nobody's talking to you, but you believe. And therefore, the more faith you have, the more you pray. Yeah. The more faith you have, the more you pray. The more you believe, the more you pray because you know that there's a God in heaven who answers. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 11, verse 22 to 26. Mark 11. Mark 11, chapter 22 to 26. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. Mm, I love it. This is one of my favorite verses. Have faith in God. Continue. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespass. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Amen. This is a very wonderful prayer. Jesus talked about faith. Once he's talking about prayer, faith. He began by saying that, number one, have faith in God. Okay? Have faith. Tell your neighbor, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Because you see, we have faith in all sorts of other things. Have faith in your boss. Your faith in, faith in your job. Faith in your husband. Is it basically? I mean, faith in your husband, which is worse. I don't know why you have faith in your husband. He's a human being. Hey. <laughs> have faith in your wife, which is a bad case. Hey. <laughs> have faith in God. Have faith in God. Okay. That's what he begins. He says, have faith in God. Okay? Believe in God. Believe in a God that you don't see. And he, he continues to say that. Then he said, for, for I say unto you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, okay, which is prayer, be that removed, and be that encounters you, okay? And shall not doubt, and shall not doubt. That's the thing, shall not doubt. Shall not doubt. Okay? He shall not doubt in his heart. But believe it, that those things that he says shall come to pass, he shall have it. Then he goes on to say that, therefore I say unto you, whatsoever ye desire, when you pray, see, they, see, I talk about the first part of persistent prayer, whereby you keep on coming. There's also another type of prayer where you say that, you say it once, you believe it, you don't come again. Whatsoever, what, you say it once, God, I'm believing for this, I believe I have it, it is settled, that's it. In other words, believe your prayer, don't doubt your prayer. Hmm. Believe your prayer. Believe your prayer. This is our faith. Believe your prayer. He said, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you, believe that you, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's why he said, have faith in God. The fact that you spoke, you believed and you walked away and it settles it. It's an act of faith. Don't doubt it. Even though, even though if you look around you, you may have a lot of evidence to the contrary, but you must believe that God heard you. And God will do it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about have faith. Have faith in God. Listen to me. We need to have faith in God. In these times, in this season, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Don't have faith in the economy. You know, let me, let me say this. Your actions, okay? Your actions. Are, are, the, the faith is work. Your mm -hmm. actions always depict what you have faith in. You see, your actions, the things you do, reveals what you have faith in. 
And if you have faith in God, it will translate into prayer. Because you know that there's a God who answers prayer. Explain again. You know, the reason why, you see, see, the, the reason why sometimes people go on demonstrations. Okay? People go on demonstrations. Or, or I hope they are going on demonstrations now because of what is happening. It is a message that they don't believe in the legal system. Mm. You see, it is the lack of faith in the legal system that has caused people to go on the streets. Because they think that the system is stuck against them. Because if the system is not stuck against you and you believe in the system, then why don't you take the case to courts? But over the years, they don't believe in the courts. So by that action, they are making a statement that we don't believe in the legal system and it needs to be reformed. And they are probably right. I'm sure they are right because the evidence is there to show that it has failed them. So they are right and we are right. I should say they, we are right. So, 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 so the action, the action is demonstrating what you believe and what you don't believe. In the same way, if you believe, you see, in the same way, if you believe in God, then you pray. Your prayer is a sign that you believe in God. So when you don't believe in God, you don't pray. Mm. You rather, you see, that's why I say have faith in God. If you believe, you see, your actions tell, like, 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 you see, some people believe that prosperity comes by hard work. I, I agree. I agree. I agree that prosperity comes by hard work. But I, I'm also a firm believer that every good and every perfect gift comes from the Father above. And unless God blesses you, no matter the amount of hard work, you will not prosper. So even though I will not condemn hard work, my faith is in God as the source of my prosperity. And therefore, and, and, and because of that belief, and, and, and you see, huh? And because of that belief, anytime you give me a choice between going to work overtime for extra money versus going to pray to God, I'd rather choose going to pray to God. Not that, you know, if, if, if I had to do that, if I ever had that conflicting situation, because I know that my faith is in God, God alone. So, yes, if I have nothing to do, if there's no church, there's no prayer, yes, I'll go and do it overtime. But if there is something for me to do, if, there's God, if God's work is at stake, and I believe in God, then I, I believe in God prospering me more than that over time. So I will choose God. Have faith in God. Preaching. Have faith in God. Because your faith, your actions demonstrate your faith. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they take it to the street because they don't believe in the legal system. They don't. They don't believe. They, we don't believe. And, and, and they're probably right. Because the evidence is there. But if you believe in it, if you believe in the legal system, you'll take the thing to court. When was the last time you saw any corporate, any big corporation demonstrating on the streets? The corporates, the, the corporates, the CEOs, you know, they believe in the legal system. They have lawyers, they take it to court. Yeah. So you're actually the piece of faith. I have faith in God. I believe in God. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, have faith in God. You know, let's have faith in God. Let's trust him. And your faith in God is demonstrated by your actions, your prayer. Yes. I believe, I, look, I believe in medicine. After all, that's where I get my paycheck from. And that's where I get my paycheck from. If there's no medicine, if there's no hospitals, I, have a, I don't have a job. But, but, but beyond that, and this is, this is between you and I, beyond that, I believe that the only person who can really heal you is God. So yes. Yes. What, what, what do I mean? I will take that communion. I will take that bread. I will believe in that. Even before I go and see the doctor. Because I believe in more than that. Faith in God. 
Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Want to do greater works? Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Jesus said, look, have faith in God. Yes, that's all. It was, it's, it's, it's one of the first uh, logos I got when I became a born again Christian. Those days that they used to have stickers, used to put in front of your door. Now this is no, I don't think whether those things even exist anymore. You know, you have all the stickers that you can put. Yes, I don't know whether they exist. But I don't know, have faith in God. Have faith in God. God is above everything. Have faith in God. And, 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 and what shows, what shows that you have faith in God? By your prayer. The ability that you look, everything you take it to God. It shows that you believe in God. You see? Because you see, if you believe, you see, if you believe in the justice system, you take every case to the courts. So, so, so your action always tells what you believe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And let me tell you something. You want to do greater works? You want to see great? See, Jesus still talking about prayer. Jesus talking about greater works. He said greater works. Let's look at this verse. John 14, 12 to 14. John 14. John chapter 13. No, 14, 14. Yeah, yeah. 12 to 14. Really, yeah. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Amen. Amen. Jesus said clearly. He said, he said, the works that I do, greater works than this shall you do. Greater works. He that believe, he, if once you believe in me, once you believe in me, the works that I do, shall he do, and greater works. Because I go to my father. And how do you do the greater works? He said, whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name. You want to see greater works? And whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name, that will I do. You want to see greater works? You want to see greater works? Then what, whatever you're going to ask the Father in my name will give you greater works. You want to see greater works in your life. You want to see greater works in your ministry. You want to see greater works in your career. Then be somebody who prays. You want to see the wonders of God? You want to see the wonders of God? Let me show you this verse. Psalm 107. Verse 23 to 24. Psalm 107. 23 to 24. Psalm 107, verse 23 to 24. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. Amen. They didn't get it again. Amen. Read it again. 23 again. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. Amen. The Bible said that they that do great, they that do great, they that, they that go down to the sea and do business not in shallow waters, but in great waters. Those who do business in great waters, not shallow waters. These are the one who sees the wonders of the Lord and the wonders of the deep. This, this, these are the ones who see the works of the Lord. You want to see God's work, you want to see God, God's work in your life? You want to see God's wonders in your life? Then learn to do business in great waters. And great waters mean that you go into the middle of the sea. Simply put, if you want to see God, you want to see manifestation of God, you cannot be a doo-doo-daggle prayer. You, your prayer is only two minutes. Hey, you, are, you, are, you, you are fishing at the shore. You only catch you only catch Ketas to school boys. Hey. You haven't developed the house. One man thousand. That scuba is a type of fish. 
If, if, if all the, you, you see, for those who are, it's a type of fish. You are, you are only going to catch if, if, if you are fishing along the shore. The only thing you catch is seaweed. If you want real tuna, big, they go deep. That was a day that dude. So, 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 and so your one, uh, your, your 10 minutes prayer. You see, our 10, uh, 10 minute prayer, 5 minute prayer. We say that we are doing slow prayer meeting. The apostle, the prophet himself, is praying from 4 to 7. And then you are sleeping. And then you wake up in the morning at 5.30. Then you say, uh, hey, man, full of blah, blah, blah. And you want to see great waters. You will see nothing. <laughs> Flow prayer is going on. But demons have been bound. We are, I mean, I mean, I mean, the prayer is just fun. I mean, the levels of prayer. You understand? Because you see, if you if you if you are somebody who's, who is used to pray, you know that look, typically, and this one is not it's not only all of us. Typically, when you start praying for the for the for the first 15 or 20 minutes, you are just scratching your screen. It's not only you, all of us. When you start praying, you realize that oh. Usually for the first 15, 20, 30 minutes, you know, you're just cracking your screen and you are still in the flesh. Mm. Yeah. You see that it takes, it takes some, some, some minutes, you know, some hours. You know? Usually for you to enter into a certain realm, it's like maybe a one hour after one hour, 15 minutes, then you're, you see that even when you are praying in tongues, your tongues change at that time. Mm. Then you are, then, that's the point that you are beginning to enter into deep waters. Hey. Mm. Excuse me. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay here, right? But, but, but most of most of us, our, most of us. I mean, some of us. Our, some, I won't say most, but maybe I don't know about you. But some of us, our prayer just we are fishing along the shoreline. Mm. Mm. I see. <laughs> we are fishing along the shoreline, and I don't know what to catch along the shoreline. <laughs> crap, crap, in my crap. country, where I come from, if you fish, if you, if you fish there, you catch Kata schoolboys. I don't know what you catch along the shoreline in America. <laughs> Maybe you catch seaweed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So great hours. If you only see the wonders of God. You see, what I'm saying about have faith in God and the expression, okay? The expression of your faith, okay? The expression of your faith in God is by your prayer. Mm. If you believe, you pray. If you believe that there's a God who answers prayer, you pray. If you believe that, look, except the Lord watch, you watch in vain, you're not going to get up and jump out of bed without praying. You're not going to buy that thing without praying. I mean, and, and what is, what is, what, <laughs> what is even worse is that if you really believe in if you believe in God and that every good and every perfect gift coming from the Lord above, every good and every perfect gift coming from the Lord above. And the Bible says that when a man has found a wife, he has found a good thing. When a man has found a wife, he has found a good thing. Then the Bible continues that however, every good and every perfect gift coming from God. It means that the good wife that you are looking for, it comes from God. So if you believe in that and you have faith in God, you spend more time praying before you choose the partner instead of being following, instead of following breast and buttocks. Hey! 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 Stay here, stay here, stay here. <laughs> stay here, right? If you really believe it, you find that prayer, prayer is, you find that, look, the good thing that you are looking for, which comes from God, Okay, the good thing is come from God, and therefore you spend time praying. Yeah, like I keep on telling the young people, after a certain age, you must always pray for who to marry. Mm. Why do I say so? I say pray, pray that prayer in advance, mm -hmm. so that when the so that when the time comes, because usually, usually. Usually, what happens is that you pray that prayer. See, after you have seen the person, you can't pray the prayer because the, see, your heart is already gone. Hey, <laughs> Rev, you notice? Falling too deep. You notice, huh? You just notice, Rev. 
Mm. So, 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 so from, from that point, what do you call prayer? It's not really prayer. At all. Our feelings, they do. There's a poem. But, but, but if you had prayed before, like, you see, like Jesus Christ, he prayed before, he prayed on Gethsemane. He prayed and let that all be done. So when the soldiers came, he was calm. But because Peter didn't pray, that's why he pulled us all. He prayed to Rev. Yeah. So, so, so when I see the young people, so Rev, you know, uh, I found somebody, I believe that the Lord, I said, did you pray about this? So, I mean, I'm praying about it. You've seen the person, we are not praying about it. You see, after you've seen, it's difficult to pray about. Mm. You're preaching, oh. So difficult. So true. Pray before you see. <laughs> because when, when Jesus prayed, he prayed before the soldiers came. So when they came, he was calm. Listen, a man of prayer is a man of faith. Okay? A man of prayer is a man of faith. And, 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 and if the Bible says that faith pleases God, it means a man of prayer pleases God. It means the more you pray, the more you please God. Mm-hmm. It means the more you pray, the more you please God. The more you pray, the more you please God. It, it, you, you make God happy. You make, you make God know that like, ah, this, this is somebody who is on this evil earth, but he believes in my existence. Yeah? And you must pray the right prayers because the Bible says that the, the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. And Romans 8, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it means that the more you hear preaching, the more you hear the Bible, the more, the more your faith increases and even directs your prayer. Faith cometh by hearing. So this is not a time to be feasting on the news, all the negative news. Like I told you last week, look, after you listen to the news, one, one, one in the morning, one after one, it's enough. There's nothing new. It's all bad news. <laughs> but rather faith. Listen to his word. Read the Bible. Your faith will increase. Faith coming by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. And I tell you, as you become, develop more faith, and as you become even more prayerful, you see, as you become more prayerful, or as, or as you believe, in, as you believe more in prayer, maybe that, that's the best way to say it. As you believe more in prayer, you see, as you believe more in prayer, as, as a sign of faith, okay? As you believe in prayer, more prayer as a sign of faith. That is where you get to the level whereby, like Bishop was teaching us this Thursday, that's where you get to the level where you can pray to God as a friend. Mm-hmm. And you can pray to God as a father. Mm-hmm. And you can pray to God as a judge. Because you believe, you see, your faith in, you see, your faith in prayer has increased to the point that you, you see, you can pray to God as a friend. What, 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 what do I mean by pray to God as a friend? It means that you can, bring, you can, come, you, you can pray to God about your trivial and your itty-bitty useless matters. Because that's, that's what you discuss with a friend. It means, you see, what you, you believe so much in prayer that you can talk to God as a friend. Like, what, what do you tell a friend? It's like, I mean, some of you ladies, okay, you can, you, just like you go to your friend and say, look, this week, what do you think? Does it look nice on my face? You see, mm-hmm. that's something you discuss with your friend. You're not going to tell your father this week, what does it look? No. <laughs> You're going to tell your friend, oh, this week, do you think it's okay? Uh, oh, eh, should I buy the long one? You see, you are talking to a friend. You are looking for a friend's counsel. And if you, if you can become, you can develop your, your, your prayer or you can increase your faith, you can get to the point whereby even your way, you can say, God, this way, Christ, you think it's okay? Mm. God. Preach it. Talk to God. Yeah. It's your friend that you can go and talk about your beloved. Hmm. Mm. You know what, what he's saying? Last time I went there, the way he was talking, I didn't like it. I don't even know what you think I should do. Should I call him back? You see, that's a friend talk. Yeah. You see, when, your prayer, when, when your prayer to God can come to that little, little, little things in your life, it means that you really believe God. Yeah. When you can take, when, you see, as you believe in prayer more, that's why you can go to as a father you know that God is a father. Whereby you can go for your needs. You can go for mercy, 
See, one of the cardinal, you see, let me tell you something, like Bishop said, the cardinal feature of every father is mercy and provision. Any good father is merciful, and any good father provides. A father may yell at you, a father may scream at you, a father may discipline you, but it's all out of love and mercy. That's a father. So when you can come to God for forgiveness, you know, come to him like, you know, Lord, I messed up. God, I messed up. God, I really messed up. Have mercy on me. God, concerning this thing, I messed up. God, I, God, I'm so sorry. You know, I messed up. God, even though I fasted for 21 days on the 22nd day, when he came, I couldn't, I couldn't stand the temptation. God, Lord, forgive me. I messed up. Hey! <laughs> hey! I won. It's a father. You're talking to a father. That is why you can talk to God as a judge. And I like that part. See, you see, there's the parable that I read in Luke chapter 18. You say that a judge, the judge, avenge. That's why you can talk to God as a judge. Whereby, whereby I mean, you, you are seeking vengeance and you are coming. See, I'm talking about faith in prayer. When you can come to God as a judge, whereby you are coming with legal terms. Because when, when, when you talk to God as a judge, because the, the parable said that, will he not avenge? It means that you have a case. Recently, I was talking to one, one of the sisters. She was dealing with an issue. That was a bit difficult for her. Then she called me. And when she called me, she said, this is the situation. I said, what's the situation? He said, oh, I'm dealing with this situation. It's a bit difficult. And the nature of the problem is that it's going to sort of uh, drain me. So, so, so what are you saying? He said, look, Reverend, ever, uh, ever since I joined the church, you preached to me about tithing. And since that time, I have never stopped tithing. I said, okay, so what does it mean? He said, and the Bible says that he shall God will rebuke the devourer. When you tithe, when you tithe, God shall rebuke the devourer for your sake. I said, okay, that is also true. So, so I don't think that as somebody who pays tithe, God should allow this thing to happen to me. When she said, I said, I agree with you. You have a legal case. <laughs> I agree. So let's go in prayer. Let, so I agree with her. I agree with her. We prayed about it and we used her tithe as a legal base because what was about to happen was about to devour her. I said, God, no, 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 no. According to your word, you will rebuild the devourer for my sake. And the last time I checked, I paid all my tithe. So this thing cannot happen. I said, I agree with you. And God turned the situation around because she had a legal wow. case. Hmm. Are you hearing me? Yes. It's legal. Of course, what it also means is that, you see, and, uh, you see uh, when it comes to going to court, see, when it comes to going to court to, to make a legal argument, you must make sure they have a solid case. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't go to court with a weak case. So don't come to God and demand that God should rebuke your rebar. Don't come to God and demand that God rebuke this devourer for my sake when you have not paid your tithe. Your case is weak. Mm. <laughs> Mm, mm. Mm. No, That's but... a very weak case. Make sure that look when you're going to court, make sure your case is solid. Though. If your case is not solid, then, then go for uh, arbitration and plead for mercy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Solid. As you are going to you see, that's why in, in Mark, in Mark, in Mark, the one we read in Mark, Mark 11. He said, so when you stand to pray, forgive. When you stand to pray, forgive. So before you come and make any, you come, you come and make any strong case about prayer, Lord, I need a breakthrough. Lord, I need a healing. Lord, show me mercy. Make sure you are, are forgiven. Otherwise, you don't have a case. <laughs> I didn't write the Bible. See, so, so when you stand praying, forgive. It means that one of the things that will make your case fail in the court of God is unforgiveness. Because you, you, you've come with a case. 
Lord, you said that by your stripes I am healed. And you are right. By his stripes you are healed. So I don't see why it is. Because I'm fine. But there's a case against you. Unforgiveness. So Jesus put in that thing. He's talking about the legality of prayer. The legality of prayer. And prayer is a legal document because God is a judge. So as you have look, ask for, un, un, ask, ask for unforgiveness, it will throw your case out of court. You know, usually like, like if, if you have ever been to court before, you see that usually, usually um, one of the things that the defense attorney uses, I'm married to a lawyer, so I know, one of the uh, things that a defense attorney uses is to question the character of the witness. Mm. That's it. Once, once the defense, I, 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 once the defense attorney can prove that the witness is not credible, forget it. It's a lost case. Yeah. So you see that they are always looking for the credibility of the witness. So once you don't have a, so as you are coming to pray, and your credibility is at stake. In the area of unforgiveness, go back. Preaching, Rev. Just go back and sort that thing out so that you can have a legal case. And I tell you, once you have a legal case, once you have a legal case, like, like this particular sister, she had paid her time up to that point. I said, mm-hmm. you have a legal case. I agree with you. We are standing on this case. This is legal. This one quite is legal. Go. It cannot happen. Preaching. Preach. And we presented a legal case, and by the grace of God, the case turned around. Look, church, we must have faith in God, and our faith in God is demonstrated by our prayer. Pray to Him as a friend, pray to Him as a father, pray to Him as a judge. If you can pray to God in all these three areas, it means you really, really, really believe God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It means you really, really believe God. It means you really, really believe in prayer. And I pray that in these times, you'll be a friend to us, you'll be a father to us, mm-hmm. and you'll be a judge. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Father, I had a let's pray. Oh. Father, we thank you for your service. We thank you for a time in your presence. The Bible says, we say that we should have faith in God. Father, anything designed to take away our hope, it will not come to pass. Some believe in chariots. Others believe in horses. But we shall boast in the name of the Lord. Father, our faith is in you. Our hope is in you. Our faith is in you. Our hope is in you. Father, yes, the world may have what they boast in you, but we boast in you. That is why we come to you in this time. Hear from heaven and answer our prayer. For we believe, we believe that you exist. We believe that you exist. You are supernatural. And Father, we believe that you answer our prayers. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for faith. More faith. More faith. More prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, if you believe in God, if you believe in heaven, if you believe in hell, you will give your life to Christ. Heaven is real. Hell is real. So, so if you are here and you are not born again, and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, Unless you, unless you think that there's no life after death. But if you believe there's life after death, then you better make a right decision for God. Unless you don't believe. And I'm, I'm sad to say that you better believe because you'll be surprised. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you want to be born again. You just The most important thing about salvation is to go to heaven and die. It's not even about a good life on earth. Those are, the, those are side benefits. The real purpose that we give our life to Christ so that when, when, when this world ends, we'll find ourselves in the new Jerusalem. 
Yes, you may have the side benefits of healing, peace, prosperity, good children. Those are side benefits. But the real reason for salvation is to so that we can go to the east. We shall be in Jesus Christ. So if you are here and you are not born again, and you don't believe and you don't have and you don't have Jesus Christ as your personal savior, please pray with me this important prayer. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I come as a child of God. I come as a child of God. I don't want to be a child of the devil. I don't want to be a child of the devil. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Save me. Save me. I acknowledge my sin. I acknowledge my sin. Wash me. Wash me. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So if you pray that's this important prayer, please, there's a number on the screen. I want you to look at that number. And uh, just send me a text message. I really want to talk to you. I really, really want to talk to you. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.